0: and welcome to the Becca's Teacherpreneur Academy podcast. This podcast is a place for teacherpreneurs to come and get insight, ideas, inspiration, and lots of practical advice. My name is Becca and my goal is to make your life a little bit easier by taking some of the stress out of being a teacherpreneur. So we have very specific practical advice that you can take and implement today to start seeing more results in your business. So if you're interested in that, then grab a cup of coffee and let's get to it. Two of the most common questions that I get on Teachers Pay Teachers are number one, what sharing settings do I need on my Google Slides resources? Which I have a whole video about that. The answer is it doesn't matter. And number two is why am I not making any money? So today we're answering question number two, why your store isn't making money? If that sounds like something you're interested in, then let's hop right on into it. I have a Teachers Pay teacher store called Becca's Music Room, and pretty much from the beginning, I have been documenting the whole progress and everything I've learned here on YouTube. So if you are looking for more tips for Teachers Pay Teachers, then hit the subscribe button down below and hit the little bell so you get notifications so that you get all of the TPT tips. Today, we're gonna go through seven reasons that your shop might not be making money now of course I'm just putting a video on the internet so I'm not talking directly to anybody so I don't know 100% why like your shop isn't making money but this is some of the biggest things that I see in people's shops when they tell me that they're not making money or however much money they want to make or anything like that so number one is the most common and that is your store is just new if your store has only been around for a couple of weeks, you're probably not gonna make very much money. It's just a thing. So you're going to have to kind of wait it out and make more products and, you know, kind of gain some traction before it's going to work well. So if your store is brand new and you're not making any money, don't stress. That's normal. And remember in six months, your shop won't be new anymore. And so you just need to keep going. Reason number two is you have no products in your store. Imagine walking into Walmart and there being nothing there. This actually happened to me. I went to home goods right after. So I'm filming this in 2020 and home goods closed. And I went like A couple of days after they reopened and y'all i kid you not there was nothing there like shelves just empty empty and it was super weird like you know and i got this feeling of like oh this is weird and sketchy and like things aren't right so if people come to your shop and there's nothing on the shelves then they're gonna be like oh well this person must not know what they're doing or like why don't they have any products now this doesn't mean that they're not necessarily gonna buy from you just because you don't have enough products but the more products the better tpt is a search engine which means that the more products you have the more chances you have to be found if you have 50 products it's going to be a lot easier to get found than if you have three products so i always tell people your main focus when you open your shop is to hit that 50 product mark now there's nothing magical about the number 50 like 49 is probably fine but i just think 50 is a very good marker it's a nice round number and when you get to 50 then you're usually doing pretty well and that's kind of where you see the sales start to pick up so one if your store is new just hang on tight. And number two, if you don't have enough products, those are really good reasons that you will not get many sales. Reason number three is that your buyers are confused. So what I mean by that is that you are making products about lots of different things. So people don't know what to buy. And so they're confused. If you have a couple of resources that are like elementary math and then you have like high school reading and then you have like middle grades history, people are going to be confused and they're going to be like, why are all these random things here? And then they're not going to know that your store is for them. Instead, really try to make your products go together and be kind of like connected in some way so that they will do better number four is nobody can find you for this i really want to talk about titles your title needs to be very descriptive and talk about what the resource is for example i teach elementary music and so i have a product that is called asteroid and it's a rhythm game and it is super fun however nobody knows what asteroid is unless i have already told them so if i just titled my game asteroid no one would find it and no one would buy it because they'd be like, I don't know what this is. So I'm confusing them and they can't find me. However, if I title it something like rhythm game, then people are going to be able to find it a lot better. And kind of the best of both worlds would be like asteroid rhythm game for quarter note. Or something along those lines. You can translate that to yours. Make sure that you're not using those like cutesy little titles. You want it to be very descriptive because TPT uses your title to help with search. So they take words out of your title to match people's searches. So if someone searches fractions and fractions is in your title, you're more likely to get people to find your resource. Now, that being said, There's a lot of resources about fractions, so I can't guarantee that if you put fractions in your title that people are going to find it, but I can guarantee that if you don't, people aren't gonna find it. So make sure that your titles just like make sense and tell someone who has no idea who you are or what you're about, what your product is. Now, I don't wanna scare anybody, but also putting some keywords in your description. So adding in, again, fractions or rhythm game and things like that that people are searching for into your description is going to help, especially in that first three lines. The first three lines that you write is called the snippet and that is where TBT pulls most of your keywords from. So what's in there is what TBT is going to assume your product is about, and that's where they're gonna to try to find those matches between someone's search and your product. So make sure that that first paragraph has lots of keywords that people are searching for. So you want to add things like fourth grade math activity, fractions, worksheets, those kind of things in there to make sure that it just makes sense. Number five is a biggie, and that is that people don't know what's in your resource because your previews are not good. So if you've explored your analytics and you find that your conversion rates are low, that means that little percentage number is really small. That means people are clicking on your product and then they're not purchasing. The reason this happens is because they don't know enough about your product to feel okay purchasing it. If people don't know what's in your product or what it is or who it's for, they're not going to buy it. And that is one of the main reasons that people don't buy things just just because they don't know what's in it. And so, you know, they don't want to buy it. If they're like, I don't know what this is. I read a book recently called the secrets of closing the sale by Zig Ziglar. And he is in the direct sales market, but his stuff worked so well for me, but he had so many good tips that I learned so much. And it actually was entertaining to read but he made a comment that said in most cases if not most the prospect says no because he doesn't know enough to say yes your job is to give them enough information so that they will want to buy your product to do this you need to have your cover and your thumbnails and your preview and all those things down pat so if you don't have any thumbnails it's not very likely people are going to buy anything. Or if you have like one thumbnail, people are probably not gonna buy anything unless it's like a one page worksheet. Make sure you have a cover that tells what the product is and also has a picture of the product. You use all three of those thumbnails so that people can see different things that are inside your product. And if applicable, totally use that preview section or even the video preview section. The preview section is where you can upload a PDF that has more information. So sometimes I just upload like the resource with the word preview on top of it. And then sometimes I go in and I make like a new PowerPoint and I add pictures from the products and I'll put like descriptions and stuff on there. How I decide which one is which basically just comes down to what all's in the product. If if it's just a one file PDF, then just sticking preview on top is going to be fine. If it's more in depth and there's a lot to it, and especially if I'm asking for more money, then I'm going to go and make that preview that has information and it has words and it points things out that are important. So the more money it is and the more complex the resources, the more you want to really just make sure people know what it is. Video previews are also super, super helpful and can be done very, very easily so i would highly suggest those as well with your description make sure you tell exactly what your product is and exactly who it's for i suggest having it in both written form like in a paragraph and then also having bullet points that are like this is exactly how many worksheets this is exactly you know how many this that and the other so that people know exactly what they are purchasing (laughs) the more people know the more likely they are to purchase it your job is to educate your customer so that they will want to buy your product so especially if you see those analytics and the conversion rate is really low that's where you really want to focus is making sure that you're convincing people with your sales page to purchase your product i feel like we don't use those words enough like sales page and analytics and conversion rate but they're really important (laughs) i know they sound like big fancy words but they're really not it's all about convincing the person that they need your product Reason number six, you're not making any money. So, so far we have your store is too new. You don't have enough products. Your buyers are confused. People can't find you people don't know enough to buy your product. And the next one is you're not driving traffic. So TPT is a search engine, which means that they will drive most of your traffic pretty much all of the time. They'll drive most of your traffic, but you should also be driving some traffic of your own. So that means sending people to TPT from social media or from your email list or from your blog or from your YouTube or from your, did I already say social media? Yes. I think I covered everything. So you want to be driving some traffic to teachers pay teachers. Especially if you, again, go look at your analytics and you find that your conversion rates are pretty good, which I would say like a 6% or more is pretty good. If you get to like 10 or 20, like you're doing great. If the conversion rate is good, but you're still not making a lot of money, that means that you need more traffic over there. So you either need to adjust those keywords in your title and your description, or you need to drive traffic. So when I see this, I make a video Usually I make a video and I do a blog post and I'll talk about it on social media, but you can just pick you know, whatever you have. So if you have an Instagram, start talking about that resource on Instagram. If you have a blog, start talking about that resource on the blog. If you have a YouTube, start talking about that resource on the YouTube. If you have an email list, send your email list over there. Use whatever platforms you have in order to drive some traffic. And if you're like Becca, I don't have any of those things. Well, pick one and start driving some traffic over there because that's going to make a tremendous difference if you can help people find them. Because there's a lot of products on TPT, so even though Yes Teachers Pay Teachers is a search engine and they're gonna do a lot for you, you sending traffic over there is still going to be very helpful because if someone's not searching for exactly what your product is, or if they're searching, but there's like maybe a lot of products in that area, then it's going to be hard for people to find your products. So drive some traffic over there yourself, and it's going to make a world of difference. I promise. It is my number one secret of success is my blog. And now it's not a secret because I just told you. Pinterest is also a really good traffic driver and something you can dive into. And I have a video all about Pinterest, so I will leave that down below. And number seven is probably the first thing you thought of and that is that your pricing is off. I feel like when people are like, oh, no one's buying my product, this is where they start. But really it's kind of where you should end. Usually your pricing is okay and it's one of these other problems, but if you're anything like I was when I first started, I was like, oh my gosh, no one's buying this product, and you make it cheaper except I didn't need to make it cheaper. I needed people to understand what the product was and I needed to drive some traffic over there so that people knew that my resource was there. And that was really the problem and not that the pricing was off. So this can be an issue. I have a video all about pricing that I'll link down below, but if you're concerned about your pricing, my suggestion is always to look up a similar product. So if you have like ninth grade algebra worksheets, then type into the Teachers Pay Teachers, ninth grade algebra worksheets and see what they're coming up as. Now, don't copy and don't try to be cheaper, but look and see like how comparable they are. So if you see something and it's $5 for, I don't know, cause I don't do math resources, but if it's like $5 and it's, 20 worksheets and you have three worksheets you're gonna wanna be cheaper than that. And if theirs is 20 worksheets for $5 and yours is 100 worksheets, you're gonna wanna make it more expensive than theirs. But you can use that as kind of a gauge, but look at the resource, see you know, is it comparable, is mine better, is theirs better, and then see how you can price it accordingly to that. I did intentionally leave this to last because I feel like, again, this is the first thing people say, but it's usually not, The problem it's usually that people don't know your practice there or they're just not convinced because you haven't given them enough reasons to purchase when they're on your sales page or your product page. I don't even know what we call them on Teachers Pay Teachers, but it's a sales page. All right, friends, so those are the top seven reasons that I find for people not getting their resources sold. If you have anything to add, I would love to hear about it in the comments. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them. And if you're new around here, make sure you hit the subscribe button because we talk about things like Pinterest and product descriptions and previews and niches and like basically everything I talked about today in other videos. So click the subscribe button down below and then I will see you next time. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye.